when I started like really learning about it, I was like, oh my God, this makes so much sense for my business. Like there were all these things that we already had in place that I felt like we had been really stunted by when it came to whoever it was almost deciding my future and the future of my company. And I was just like, you know what? I want to try this. Like, I'm just good. Let's dive in. Let's start learning. Welcome to the Sisterhood Club podcast, where we talk all things business, Web3, and NFTs. We're on a mission to educate, elevate, and empower women into the world of Web3. So join us on this journey as we learn together from leading experts. And remember, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. So please do your own research and enjoy today's episode. Welcome to another episode of the Sisterhood Club podcast with myself, Georgie Hubbard. And me, Pam Caldwell. And today we are lucky enough to be speaking with the founder of the Miss O Cool Girls NFT project. This project is a mother-daughter duo with Juliet Brindack Blake and her mum, Hermine Brindack. Miss O Cool Girls celebrate that there is no one definition of what it means to be a girl. The mission is to empower and build self-esteem in girls to continue to offset how current media and social media consumption are leading to toxic bullying, trolling and negative role models. I am actually so excited to learn more about this one so I don't want to give anything else away. Juliet, welcome. I love what I've read about the project. Um, I love what I've seen in terms of the art and I'm so excited to hear more about the mission. So let's start from the beginning on this one because I do believe it's been a long time in the making. So over to you. Give us a backstory of you, your mom and, and, and the broad project. Yeah, well, thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited to connect with you. I think like one of the coolest things about like Web3 is like we can just like message each other and then like we're all just like so excited to connect and talk about, you know, I love learning about what you guys are doing. Um, so that's just one of the things that I love most about this whole space. But back to my project. Um, so I founded uh, a company called Misso and Friends, um, like almost 16 years ago, actually. It started off as a hobby uh, when I was in high school to help my, actually in middle school, to help my sister and her friends through middle school. And really like what I've been building with Misso and Friends has been to, like, has been to create this safe place for girls where they can just be themselves. Like we've always been about empowering and building self-esteem, but like, how do we do that, right? Um, so what we've done with Miss Owen Friends is we've built out this like truly safe socialization platform. So within our website, which is misso.com, it's all user-generated content, totally by girls for girls, 100% COPA, GDPR compliant. And basically like what we're doing is giving girls this place to like put their stories and their voices center stage and to not be, again, the, the not be bullied, not be judged for anything that it is they're going through. Um, and then from, from that, we've built that out into something called the girl to girl wall, which is that like true safe socialization, like component and girls can ask questions, get answers again, hundred percent safe, moderated, um, and really like what that whole piece is about is this like beautiful community where girls are lifting each other up and again, realizing they're not alone in the issues that they're dealing with. And just the last thing that I want to mention, because 
I'm giving the backstory of like how this all ties into like what I'm doing now with Miss O Cool Girls um, is we did a series uh, with YouTube originals and Disney called Hyperlinked, which was inspired by my founding story. And it follows girls in middle school as they build a website and like deal with middle school issues of their own while they're helping their peers. And really everything that we've always done is again, like trying to amplify girls' voices, showcase girls in non-traditional roles, and be able to provide content that like accurately portrays and depicts like what it is truly like to be a girl today. And that's why I've been really excited about this like next phase of our business with our NFT project, Miss O Cool Girls, because it's such a natural fit for us as a brand that has always lived digitally, like website, app, streaming series, right? Not even like, you know, cable. Um, and so it just fits so naturally in terms of like how I want to continue to empower girls on like a global scale and how we can now use this whole new technology of Web3 and NFTs to do that. Wow. I'm just looking at Pam because I know that everything you just said then we are just so passionate about ourselves and Pam's got a little girl, Emily, who's five. And I look at her sometimes and I think, wow, growing up in this day and age as a girl would be so challenging. I know that when I was a young female, I got quite badly bullied in school and it was traumatizing. It was awful. And I felt a lot of like shame and embarrassment about that. I didn't necessarily want to speak to my parents about it, but there was no safe space to go. So I feel like what you're doing is such an incredible mission. It's so, so important. So I'd love to know, like, when did you start, when, when did the light bulb moment come off for you and you were like, NFTs? can actually like, you know, launch this business, can take it to the next level? Like when did the pin drop there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I love that question because that's been also just like, I think one of the coolest parts, I already said this, like in terms of connecting with people, but the coolest part about Web3 is like you as a creator have so much ownership over everything. Yeah. And over the last you know, obviously we've all been going through this like global pandemic and everyone has been affected in so many different ways. And for us as a business, we had so many meetings that were set up for like March of 2020 that were like really like hopefully going to be like that next step for us. Um, and, you know, the whole world shut down and everyone was affected in some way, shape or form. And, you know, even as like things have been, you know, normalizing more, it were still, you know, like, so reliant on other people and companies to kind of make or break the future of Miss Owen Friends. And to be honest, I just got really sick of it. Um, sick of waiting, sick of twiddling my thumbs. Like I'm an entrepreneur. I'm also very type A and I like need to do. And I believe so I believe so passionately in what we're creating and building. And I have two daughters of my own and it's always been personal for me, right? Like I started this for my sister and her friends, like to help them through middle school. So it's always been something personal. And I think now that I have girls of my own and seeing how this landscape has actually just gotten way worse um, mm. than it was when I was in middle school. And I think mm. there is so much, there are so many wonderful things when it comes to social media, but they're again, how we connected. Um, but then there's also so many toxic things. And I just want to, be able to like change it on a bigger scale. And so to answer the question, like thinking about like, when I started learning about NFTs, I was like, oh, just, you know, I've always been crypto curious. I've always been, you know, I've never been like a nayer in any of this. Like, um, 
And once I started, I started learning about like truly learning about NFTs in October of last year and just sort of being like, again, more curious, kind of like thinking about like following projects, seeing what people were doing. Like, oh, this is art. This is IP. Wait, oh, we have art. We have IP. Like Miso and Friends started with drawings. These characters are like our brand hosts and have been on our website and have been on our app and have been in our series. Like this is IP that we own okay, like this is kind of interesting. And then I was like, oh, and it's all about community. And it's all about like building connections. And it's about like giving back to the community that's helping. And there's like charitable charitable components and merch and licensing. And so like when I started like really learning about it, I was like, oh my God, this makes so much sense for my business. Like there were all these things that we already had in place that I felt like we had been really stunted by when it came to whoever it was almost deciding my future and the future of my company. And I was just like, you know what? I want to try this. Like, I'm just good. Let's dive in. Let's start learning. Yeah. I'll actually love that. So you've, you've been on a similar journey to what I have in terms of generating that initial interest in NFTs. It was actually uh, Georgie that originally made me aware of even what an NFT was and that was only a couple of months ago and that's something that I really love about the space I think naturally as women we are reasonably risk averse and it's just oh let someone else figure that out I'll get on board when it's a little bit more mainstream and this time I was like no when Georgie explained what an NFT was I'm not a naturally artistic type person, but it was more so what the power beyond an NFT, um, the utilities that you can offer, the whole give back, the, the community that you can build. It is, and this is just the beginning, it's going to be such an exciting future ahead. And I think by bringing more women into the space, it will be built very intentionally um, with projects such as Missile Cool Girls, which have got such an amazing vision and, and mission. In terms of your particular project, what is your target market? Is it young girls or is it the mothers of young girls? Just talk to me about how you've defined that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's actually, it's been really interesting. So when we first started kind of like thinking about like what our demo was, I knew it wasn't going to be at this moment, young girls, because they take an even obviously like onboarding women right now into web three is a one process. And then it's like, okay, (laughs) now we're going to do this with a minor, right. Who like needs a parent. So that's like a double onboarding process and we're taking it on. And I'll, I'll, I'd love to talk more about that and how we're doing that. Um, but I knew that initially. So like, we're doing some things where like, we're giving away NFTs to like our current Miss Owen friends community. Like we're, we're doing like a ton of like education around that. The other thing that we're doing is something called the girls who mint fund. And anyone who's listening to this podcast, I encourage you to apply for it. If you are a girl, a woman or non-binary person, um, And basically what we're doing, and this is like the first stage of it, and we're growing it, um, but we, it's already fully funded 25,000 US dollars where we are giving 250 girls, women, and non-binary $100 worth of ETH and then like teaching them what to do. And so there's so many barriers to, so, you know, there's so many barriers to entry and, this is one of the ways that we can help lower it and also provide some education around it as well. But what I found in terms of like 
to answer your original question in terms of like who our demo is, I was always in my head, I was like, okay, obviously I know this is going to be mostly women focused. Like maybe it'll be like college girls. Like maybe it'll be just like women in general. So like my first iteration when we were thinking about the demo, I was like, okay, it's probably going to be like 22 to 50, which is like a really big range, right? And we're definitely still hitting, I think, like everyone within that range for sure. But what I have found, and it's interesting because it actually came out so authentically, is I had posted a picture of me, my three children, my dog, morning of like our pre-mint, on with my developer because my husband had to go into the city that week. Like he couldn't stay home and like help out in the morning. And one of my kids was sick and he was like messaging me and it was 6am my time. And he is in California and he was like up still the night before. And he was in a, you know, we were just going back and forth. It was the day of our pre-mint or pre-sale. And, um, I just like posted a picture of that and my kids like had breakfast in bed and like we were watching Coco Melon and it <laughs> resonated with so many people. Like it yeah. really resonated with so many pe- women. And I was like, okay, there's something here. Like, obviously I was, I know like I've been talking to my friends about it and onboarding them, but it reached so much farther than that. And then actually the other day for Mother's Day, I reposted that picture I got, I can't even tell you. So like, usually when I post something on Twitter, I think the maximum likes I get is like 10, maybe I've had gone like 15, like or something like that. I haven't looked today, but as of like Monday evening, I had over 800 likes on it. And I was like, this is wild. Like people, again, people were resonating with what I was doing. So I have found that it has been moms. Um, it has been moms who either have daughters in that tween girl demo who are getting close to it or have young girls or even don't even have girls. It's been moms. And it's been like a really interesting um, way to kind of learn more about this community. And it's also great because, you know, that's also my community. Like I'm a, I'm a young mom. So it's been really um, inspiring to also connect with these other women who I can relate to on so many levels 100% and I think this is what people crave like web 2 is a bit of a showreel right but now it's all about you know that authenticity people want to see real people real life they want to be able to connect to like the situation that you're in you know I keep saying to Pam you know you talk about like real life issues like you know mum guilt you know building a business versus looking after your family how do you balance that like you know as women like I just take my heart off to anyone who's a parent because I just look at it and I go you are the real superheroes in this world right now so I mean how have you found that like starting this business having the family still like how do you sort of go about that? What do your days look like? Yeah, share some insights yeah. into that. Yeah, I mean, I won't sugarcoat it. It's really hard. Like, I think it's it's hard. And there are, you know, I'm wearing so many hats. And I, you know, there are moments where I'm like, I can't do any of this. <laughs> like, I'm just, I can't. Um, but I can, right? I know I can. I just, everyone has those moments. And I think, you know, being able to like lean into that vulnerability of it and just like recognize your feelings and how you, how you feel in that moment, I think has been really helpful for me. Um, the other thing, and someone actually gave me this advice and I loved it. And she was like, listen, like you're not 
going to be an A plus mom and an A plus at your job, like every single day, like that's just not going to happen. And I've already told you I'm like a type A personality. So that obviously is a challenge for me to deal with. But I thought that that was really good advice because it's like, no, I'm not going to be perfect in any, I'm I'm not going to crush it in all of these things at every single time. It's just, I'm not, I can't. Um, So I think kind of trying to like reset my mentality around that, like, for example, like today, I, my daughter has this class, this one of my, one of my girls has this class. And I feel like I never get alone time with her. Like I'm always trying, I have three, they're all under three too. So I have like three kids who I'm like always trying to figure out how to make the most and meaning of the time that I'm with them. And I was like, so busy and like, Oh no, I'm not gonna, not gonna take her. I'm not gonna take her. I'll have the nanny do it. Or we just want to go or whatever it is. And I was like, no, like I need to take her. This is also really important. Um, and I do have, you know, I have part-time help. So I have a part-time nanny, um, who also, you know, helps out a ton. And I also have family close by. So I think like being able to serve, to find and my support system that can do that. Like my husband is a wonderful father and a wonderful husband. Um, and he's incredible when he's with the kids, but he has to commute into New York city every day now back, you know, we're back into, we don't, we moved out from the city and are in, in the suburbs now. And so like, you know, mornings and evenings, like that's on me. And so mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's hard. It's a challenge, but I'm also trying to find moments within my week to either prioritize my family and do something that makes me feel really connected to them or even prioritize myself. Um, whether it is working out or meditating or going, taking my dog for a walk. And like, it's funny because if you had asked me these things like six months ago, like before, and again, I've always had my own business. I've always done all these things, but this whole web three world is really intense. And like the fact that I'm like, Oh, if I get to work out once a week, like that's a big deal. Like it's funny because I (laughs) used to exercise like not every day, but like I did some type of movement. Right. So I think it's re it's reframing. It's like reframing expectations on all ends. Yeah. Um, I read something really interesting this week. Um, and it was just a, this girl, interestingly, a follow on Instagram, and she'd been at a Tony Robbins seminar. And the it was just, there is no such thing as work-life balance. It's work-life integration. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, wow, that's actually really powerful because Georgie and I had actually built a recruitment business um, a good number of years back now, which um, we still have. And, you know, I, I did get a lot of things wrong. Uh, but that was like a real learning process for me and ultimately work came first and I didn't have that balance um, for quite some time. So now I am all about creating those little pockets of time throughout the course of my working day. It's not the be all and end all of I drop my phone, shut down the laptop, laptop for 30 minutes and just put my full focus onto my kids because that's all they need. Like those short little pockets of time, you know, we don't need to sit and play Barbies for four hours. <laughs> you know, just those real one-to-one moments and being truly present with them, I think can really make a difference. But it is hard to get that, I'm going to call it integration, right? Um, but also just to to really touch upon the community behind Web3, that is one thing that I am loving right now, mm-hmm. and I hope that that goes nowhere. 
every single female-led project are flying each other's flags. And I really, really love that. It is not about competition. It's about collaboration. And that is something that I feel is really, really powerful. And just to talk to the experiences that you've had with building your business, having your sick kids around, you've got two more than I have right now. And, you know, it's tricky, but you're you're in the US, I'm in Australia, we're experiencing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you and I are now connected mm-hmm. and we can be like, oh, hey, Juliet, look, I'm going through this situation at the moment. You could give me advice and vice versa. I feel as though that online community and being able to connect on a global scale is absolutely massive. And it's such a powerful thing. You can truly find your crew. And I think to take that message to market for women mm-hmm. um, is, again, something that's so powerful. And you're a little bit ahead of, you know, developing and sort of launching your project than what we are with Sisterhood Club at the moment. Could you just sort of touch upon around, we, you, you've touched upon like the some of the barriers to entry, but what do you think are going to be or have been so far the main drawbacks to women being onboarded into the world of Web3, bringing them into NFTs? Yeah, so it's it's interesting because when you were talking, like I was about, I was kind of about to go t- to that because I think <laughs> I was like, oh, I ha- I want I want to say something on this. So I'm so glad you just asked that. Um, so I and I think a lot of it goes back to this community, right? Um, what I have found, and I'm going to share the story because it's like one of my favorite stories, and I just think it's so interesting. So a close friend of actually two close friends of mine. Um, both of their husbands have been like early in crypto. So like they've been in crypto since like 2013 and like, you know, they have lived and breathed this, breathed this for like the almost the last 10 years. And it wasn't until I talked to them about Miss Cool Girls that they were even like started to become interested in NFTs. And both of them were like, yeah, my husband has shown me this or he's always talking about that. But like that just didn't make sense for me. Like that didn't like relate to me or it wasn't interesting to me. And I think one of the barriers in terms of on that I've seen in terms of like onboarding women has been the communities and the projects, especially from an NFT perspective, like weren't necessarily there. And now they're starting to be there, which is great because I think with any with any person right but I'll specifically talk about women and underrepresented groups to bring them into this world of web3 like you have to find something that they can connect with and when we talk about community and when we talk about projects the more that these projects that come out whether they're female led or not but that have values that align with you that's where the opportunity is to like truly get involved um a lot of women I talk to too, when I start talking about like NFTs or the met, you know, web three, it's like, Oh, like the metaverse, like the loser dude on a couch with VR goggles who doesn't ever <laughs> want to see anybody and is like talking to his friend on like in the metaverse. And I'm like, no, like I, that's not, that's not just what it is. And I think there's a lot of that, like bro like misconceptions mm-hmm. around it, which seems like it's, a, it becomes a turnoff for women to want to get involved. Um, so I feel like some of those, those factors have been like a, just a more like this doesn't connect to me barrier to entry. 
Um, but obviously it's been so cool seeing all these female led projects that really are cheerleading each other and champion, championing each other and, and bringing in these underrepresented groups by giving them a project to connect with that they can understand what this whole world of web three is, because if you can't connect with it, I personally, I think if you cannot connect with it on an emotional level, it, the, you're not going to want to learn what it's about because it feels like it's intimidating. Yeah, 100%. And you're, everything you just said then, I was like, that's exactly what I thought when I first heard about the metaverse. I was like, a big geek, you know, with some VR headset, sat on the sofa, mm-hmm. gaming. But it's not. Like, it's so much more than that. So I'd love to know the vision. What, like, where do you sort of see yourself 12 months from now? Yeah, like what's what's the end goal with all of this? Are you sitting with your yeah. VR headset yeah. or yeah. connecting no, with all no, no. no VR headset. I mean, I'm sure I'll be in a VR headset at some point, but like yeah. that's not my goal. Yeah. Um yeah, um so obviously I would love to be sold out of our mint. Like we're still minting right now, so I would love to be sold out of our mint. Um I would And also like with that, like hitting all of our milestones within the Mint, I would love to be able to really build out this like massive education platform that we've been, that we've been working towards and already started to, that we're already starting to build. Um, I would love to have our community be the ones who are, you know, having a DAO-like structure. I don't think we, I'm not sure if we're going to form like an actual DAO yet or not. I've been learning a lot on DAOs and there's a lot of pros and cons to them. Um, But I think, you know, really empowering our community and those who believe in us to have a say and a voice in what it is that we are creating for girls um, and how we can all help to be that, um, to help like drive that change forward. So like, I want another, I want another TV series. I want like, merchandising. I want um, our holders to be having value from like the success of our project, whether it's from selling their NFTs um, or from the perks and the opportunities and the events and the content that we're creating uh, that they're getting from that and the community that we're, that they're building. And, you know, of course I want to onboard more girls into web three. So like so much of what I'm doing is bringing more women into it but I also want more girls. And so one of the partnerships that we've already officially announced is with um, Girl Up, the UN Foundation Initiative, which is like a global initiative around like leadership and opportunities for girls. And so we'll be doing like a whole Web3 workshop for their global community. So I'm really excited about that and other types of opportunities with other nonprofit charity organizations and also not, but ones that are, we can continue to help make girls aware of like how they can get involved is back to like the barriers. So many people are like, Oh, well, I'm not an artist or I'm not a coder or like this doesn't apply to me. And that is like absolutely not true. This, this new wave of the internet is just going to be become second nature to everybody in five years. And it's just going to be part of every structure of every business that we have. Mm. And the other day I onboarded this woman who's in marketing and she was like, I just want to learn about this for my job as a marketer. Like Mm. for me, it just would help me set me apart from my peers by knowing how to build out a web three strategy for 
the company I work for. So I think the opportunities for women and girls are just so endless. Yeah. I just wanted to touch upon that. So you said, obviously, sell out and and just obviously there was initial 10,000. There's a, I guess, lots of people in the community at the moment in the NFT space are sort of saying, like, if you have a slow mint, like, it's not ideal and stuff. And it's like, I... I would disagree with that. I believe if you're building something for the future, if you've got a clear vision, but what, what are you, what are you, how are you sort of addressing that? Because I feel like it is kind of like this talking point in the community. So how, how are you going about, you know, addressing those sort of questions and people like, you know, what are you doing for the, for the mint? How are you going to sell out? Yeah. And I think like this kind of goes back to how like the precedent has been set with like all of these like really big like hype drops, right? And that are like have these huge communities on Discord. And like, again, who are the people in there? They're men. So like, like there's been this there has been this way, right, of like these NFT projects that have these this crazy hype have thousands and thousands and thousands of people in their discord that sell out their mint right away. They don't have a roadmap. They don't have an actual business plan. Um, I know there's been some like recently in the news who have even, you know, admitted that they've launched three projects that were rug pulls and like, but now they're still one of the most successful projects. And it's like, that to me blows my mind, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer the question, it's like, I think, we are in this for the long run. Like I have said that from the very beginning, like I would like to mint out of my collection within the next year. Yes. But I know that like, you know, I'm not like, Oh, we needed to mint out in the first like week or like all people. Someone asked me the other day, they're like, Oh, are you going to start burning your NFTs? I was like, no, like that's not (laughs) the point of what I'm doing. Like what I'm doing is building like a real community of women who want to empower this next generation of what it means to be a female. And like, that is where like, like that is way more powerful than like selling out my mint in a day or an hour or a week or a month or whatever it might be. And when I think about, you know, the projects for me personally, when I think about other NFT projects that I'm excited about are ones that are, have this long-term plan that are in this as part of like their businesses, right? Like we use the word NFT project, but they're businesses. And I think like the more that we think about them as businesses, um, the more also from the other side, businesses take a while to grow and to build. And like, you know, even companies that launch and like might, you know, sell out of an initial XYZ product or whatever it is, like, you know, they take a while, even when you think of content creators, like an influencer doesn't become an influencer overnight, like it takes time and it takes people supporting you. So I love that web three empowers both the creator and the community and rewards both of them at the same time. And I think when you can build up a community that really does align with who you are and what you're doing and believes in the value and wants to see what you're doing, you know, have success and growth that's when I truly believe that like where the real long-standing growth will happen um and you know I'm not just in this for 
you know, a quick buck and like out by I go. Like this is a business, we, you know, that I've been building for so long and a mission that I'm so dedicated to. Yeah. And you can see that from the way you talk. I'm so glad I just asked that question because I could just see the fire coming through and I was like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Amen. You're so right. There's a lot of people that are just launching NFT projects with, they've got no idea how to run a business. And, you know, I don't see it as an NFT project. I see it as I'm building, well, we're building a business. And with that, I want to elevate other female-led businesses because I feel Web2 was a bit of a bro club and I am now all about collaboration, which is why we started the podcast because I want to get to know other founders. I want to be able to have that open conversation and share our wins, share our struggles without feeling judged, without feeling like we're failing, you know, like this whole world is instant gratification. But like you said, it can take years to build a business and be profitable. So this is the mindset that we need to have now going into any NFT project. You're not just going to be a millionaire overnight. And if that's your goal, then that's got rug pull written all over it, right? So thank you for sharing that. That was really, really powerful. And look, I guess... What can we do to help you? Like, you know, where where can our community go to find more about yourself, the project? Like, how can we help you? Yeah. Well, well, thanks for having me on, first of all. It's just, again, like, it's so... I really do love, you know, connecting with women in this space who are doing... You, know, you guys are doing wonderful things and um, just, like, providing platforms to elevate everyone's voices, I think, is so is really inspirational. So thank you for having me on here. Um, and if people want to check out Miss O Cool Girls, it's missocoolgirls.xyz. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. Um, our website has, it will take you to mint. You can check out the collection on OpenSea. You can see all the girls that have already been minted. And you can then also join our Discord. And we've already started... You know, and actually kind of back to the question on like the slower mint, I wanted to be really cognizant of like, listen, like we have all these minting milestones that are going to be like giving back to our community at, you know, 10, 25, 50, 75, 100. But like also in between those milestones, like how can we continue to reward and celebrate our community? So we've been building a lot of that out as well within our discord um, in terms of like providing perks and other like value, even though we, you know, haven't hit certain milestones yet. Because like I said, we're in this for the long run and we want to build up this true authentic community that cares about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just also a great way for us to feel connected to our community and get to know them better. So that's been really cool. And, um, yeah, and we're also going to be doing like newsletters. We're also thinking about like different types of outreach too, right? Like how else can we onboard women? Um, so I'll share with you, we're launching a newsletter next week and it's going to be kind of like a roundup type thing, not just for Miss So Cool Girls, but providing more like information on next learning steps as well. So we'd love to include like what you guys are building in there. Um, because I feel like so much of the, information is so segmented too and like the more like places we can send a a woman um to to start learning and have like something more aggregated um I think the better so 
I'm just excited about like reaching more women and I hope people check out our project. Um, I'm so proud of it. And I think the art's really unique and we're celebrating traits that girls are tend to be, you know, more insecure about when they're going through puberty and when they're growing up and playing on the whole rarity with NFTs and making those rare, rare puberty traits, like, you know, the most special ones. So I think, you know, there's a lot of fun stuff that we're doing and I hope you check us out and, uh, you know, join us. I'd love to have you all part of our fam. Yeah, absolutely. And look, just to to round that up, it's, I've loved everything that you've had to say. You can literally feel the passion coming through the screen and it's a project which is clearly built with such authenticity. And I am excited to see the impact from a very positive um, way that this is going to have on the world and if we can continue to support that in any way really pleased to be a part of it I will be logging on and supporting Miss Little Cool Girl I actually have already joined the Discord uh, but I'll definitely be adding one of your NFTs to my collection so Juliet thank you so much it's been an absolute delight to speak with you and I'm, I'm now delighted that we're connected me too thank you both it was so great meeting you Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please give a little share on your social. And if you have time, please leave a review. And I hope to see you next time. Take care.